If he thinks that he is ill when he is ill, there is no offense. Yo, you be illin'. Tipitaka Part 59, in which I will be reciting Pakitiya Parts 38 and maybe 39. We'll see how it goes. If this is your first time seeing me, do go ahead and click right here, and that will take you to the Tipitaka playlist. Better to start with Episode 1. And by the way, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about when I say click here... I'm talking to the people on YouTube. Um, I know that some of you are hearing me, but not seeing me. And some of you are seeing me on archive.org, in which case I just pointed to absolutely nothing. So that might look a little silly. Um, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Baby Buddha. Welcome back to the show. He's, uh, he's been a guest before. All right. Um, have you ever wondered what it was like for our ancestors back before the days of electricity? Well, I don't have to wonder because uh, the power's out here for the next two hours. It's been out since we woke up. Now you might be wondering, how the heck are you recording this right now? Uh, it's the battery. It's the battery in the phone and the battery in the computer, which, fair enough, that is electricity. So I'm using up the very last of my electricity for this. So that's where my priorities are. As far as electricity goes, thank goodness we have a gas stove. Shall I go ahead and begin? Yes, I think so. All right. Expiation, Pakitiya, 38. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now, if you're ever on Jeopardy, so far, based on what we've read, if the question, or rather the answer is, it was in this location that... Lord Buddha and his original monks of the original Sangha spent most of his time ring, push that button and say, what is the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery? And you will get 500 points or whatever. All right. Sorry. Just a little aside there. Sometimes we get a little silly on this channel. I admit. Now, at that time, the Venerable Bella Tasisa. Looks pretty venerable to me, I'd say. 
the preceptor of the venerable Ananda was staying in the jungle. Jungle. He, having walked for alms food, having conveyed boiled rice to the monastery, having had it dried, laid it aside. When he came to knead it for food, then, moistening it with water, he ate it. After a long time, he entered the village for alms food. Monks spoke thus to the venerable Bella Tassisa, quote, How is it that you, your reverence, after a long time, enter the village for alms food? End quote. Nosy monks. Then the venerable Bella Tassisa told this matter to the monks. They said, quote, But do you... Your reverence, eat a meal that was stored, end quote. Quote, yes, your reverences, end quote. Those who were modest monks, what? What? What, what could possibly be the issue? Three dots. All right. Uh, quote, is it true that you, Bella Tassisa, ate a meal that was stored? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying, quote, How can you, Bella Tassisa, eat a meal that was stored? It is not Bella Tassisa for pleasing those who are not yet in parentheses pleased, three dots, and thus monks, this rule of training should be set forth. I do hope. At some point in part 38, they explain what, what, what's the problem with eating food that has been stored. I mean, maybe in 6th century BCE it was not good. I mean, no refrigerators, no cans, right? Is that it? Is that the issue? Whatever monk should eat or partake of solid food or soft food that was stored, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. That's it. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Hmm. All right. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. Stored means accepted today, it becomes eaten the next day. Solid food means three dots. Soft food means three dots. Meat. If he accepts it, saying, quote, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote, there is an offensive wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offensive expiation. Please explain why. Why is this a rule? If he thinks that it is stored, and when it is stored, and, in parentheses, eats or partakes of solid food or soft food, there is an offensive expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is stored, three dots. If he thinks that it is not stored when it is stored, three dots, expiation. If he accepts for the sake of nutriment food, parentheses to be eaten, and parentheses during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, there is an offensive wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is stored when it is not stored, there is an offensive wrongdoing. 
If he is in doubt as to whether it is not stored, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is not stored when it is not stored, there is no offense. There is no offense if, having stored, parentheses, food, close parentheses, for the time being, he eats it in that time. If, having stored, parentheses, food to be eaten, and parentheses, during a watch of the night, he eats it in a watch of the night. If, having stored, parentheses, food, close parentheses, to be eaten during seven days, he eats it in seven days. All right. If there... Is a reason if when there is a reason he uses parentheses food to be eaten and parentheses during life if he is mad if he is the first wrongdoer the eighth meaning the 38th I mean you might get sick is that why so he boiled the rice for food set it aside dried it moistened it with water and then ate it That's that's against the rules. All right. I guess we'll just have to accept it because they're not explaining it. Any scholars of Theravada, please, please, please do comment below. Um, in uh, two episodes ago, we had that special episode about Padma Sambhava, and someone wrote a long, long comment explaining how thousands of years ago we don't know what was going on before the ancient ruins, and so people could very well have been living for thousands of years and had thousands of children with hundreds of thousands of wives. That was probably normal back then. Thank you, by the way. That was a very interesting comment. If anybody is a scholar of Theravada and you know why, why it was so forbidden to eat stored food, please do comment at least a line or two. Anybody? Is there anybody out there? Expiation. Pakitiya. 39. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the group of six monks... Oh, thank you for eating stored food. I don't personally have a problem with it, but you know who does. Okay, sorry. With all respect, I'm sure your judgment is sound. I just... I wish they would have explained it. In a lot of these rules, there's an explanation. There's even an explanation as to why not to have sex, you know, because you might have a baby. But then it goes on to say, don't do it with a corpse either. I mean, it's because of passion, right? Oh, all right. Yes. Now, at that time, the group of six monks, we all know them. I'm going to leave them where they are. Uh, having asked for sumptuous food, foods for themselves, ate them. People, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can these recluses, sons of the Sakyans, having asked for sumptuous foods for themselves, eat them? Who is not fond of well-cooked things? Who does not like sweet things? End quote. Monks heard these people who three dots spread it about. Those who were modest monks, three dots spread it about, saying, quote, How can this group of six monks, having asked for three dots, eat them? Uh, and quote, quote, is it true, as is said, that you monks having asked for three dots ate them? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. So perhaps you're just supposed to ask for whatever food. And if it happens to be sumptuous and sweet, great. But if you ask for sumptuous and sweet food, not so great. It seems they're not explaining it. 
So we'll just have to guess. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How can you foolish men, having asked for three dots, eat them? It is not, foolish men, for pleasing those who are not yet in parentheses pleased three dots, and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever are sumptuous foods, that is to say, ghee, fresh butter, oil, honey, molasses, fish, meat, milk, curds, just say yogurt, please. If you call it yogurt, I'll eat it. If you call it curd, I'll say, please, don't give it to me. I don't like it. <laughs> Greek yogurt? Yes, more please, more please. Tastes exactly the same because it is exactly the same. You can use a different word. I'm just saying, it's just personal preference, perhaps. Whatever monk, having asked for sumptuous foods such as these for himself, should eat them, there is an offense expiation, end quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, monks became ill. Not like that. Is that Run DMC? Monks uh, inquiring after the ill ones spoke thus to the ill ones. Quote, we hope that your references are better. We hope that you are keeping going. End quote. Quote, formerly your references, because <coughs> they're ill. We, having asked for sumptuous foods for ourselves, ate them. That horn be ill and... All right. Therefore, there came to be comfort for us, but now it is forbidden by the Lord... And being scrupulous, we do not ask. Therefore, there comes to be no comfort for us. End quote. And while you're at it, mm, we're ill. May we please have... Break Parajika 1. Um, they told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, having given reason to talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, when a monk is ill having asked for sumptuous foods for himself to eat them, and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever are sumptuous foods, that is to say, ghee, fresh butter, oil, honey, molasses, fish, meat, milk, curds, whatever monk who is not ill, having asked for sumptuous foods such as these for himself should eat them, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. And thus began the epidemic of monks pretending to be ill. Just kidding. Whatever are sumptuous foods, ghee, is called ghee from cows or ghee from she-goats or ghee from buffaloes. Please don't go on. Ghee from those whose meat is allowable. Let's just leave it at that. We can use our imagination. Yes. Actually, right. Okay. Uh, fresh butter means fresh butter from just these. Oil means sesame oil, oil of mustard seeds, oil containing honey, oil of the castor oil plant, oil from tallow. Honey means honey of bees. Molasses means what is produced from sugarcane. 
Fish means he just called one that lives in water. Meat means the meat of those whose meat is allowable. I guess I guess if you ask for meat that is not allowable, then you're guilty of a different crime. All right. Milk means milk of cows or milk of she goats or milk of buffaloes, milk of those whose meat is allowable. Curds means curds from just these. It means yogurt. It's the same thing. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. Sumptuous foods such as these means sumptuous foods like these. Not ill means for whom there comes to be comfort without sumptuous foods. Ill means for whom there does not come to be comfort without sumptuous foods. Not ill asks for himself. For every request, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he accepts, parentheses, alms, close parentheses, thinking, quote, I will eat on acquisition, end quote. I think that every time I go to Frankie's town in Amar Colony, there is an offensive wrongdoing. I know there's no Frankie's at Amar Colony. I met M. Block. Uh, for every mouthful, there is an offensive expiation. Just some inside jokes from my local South Delhi. High. If he thinks that he is not ill when he is not ill, and in parentheses, having asked for sumptuous foods for himself, he eats them, there is an offensive expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not ill, three dots. If he thinks that he is ill when he is not ill, three dots, expiation. If he thinks that he is not ill when he is ill, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether he is ill, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is ill when he is ill, there is no offense. Yo, you be ill. You be ill. You be There is no offense if he is ill, if having become ill, having asked, one who is not ill eats, parentheses, the alms, and parentheses, if he eats the remainder of an ill, parentheses, monk's meal, and parentheses, if they belong to relations, if they are invited, if it is for the good of another, if it is by means of his own property, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the ninth. Meaning the 39th. So you can ask for molasses mixed with honey and curd from your seventh cousin. That's fine. While you're not ill, that is. All right. <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's finish and get to the key. Oh, and then we're... Oh. Oh, XL. Oh. Oh. Oh, we're up into some interesting Roman numerals we haven't gotten to yet on this program. XL, that means 40, because it's 10 less than 50. X is 10, L is 50. 
Roman numerals are weird. You know, the, the, the regular numbers um, came from here in India. And then uh, there was an Arabic mathematician, an Arab mathematician, what's the correct way of saying that? Who uh, used them, and then they became known in Europe as Arabic numerals. But they're not, they're from India. Uh, so yeah, things like shunya, or zero, as you may know it. And uh, things like not calling 40 XL and having to go, all right, X is 10, L is 50, X minus L minus X is 40. Got it. You just do four shunya, four zero, like they do in India. And then the whole world can uh, have a much better way of doing math. Thank you, India. On behalf of India, you're welcome, world. Because I'm here. Just because, you know what? Never mind. Um, <clears throat> yes, expiation, pakitia, 40. At one time the Enlightened One, was staying at Visali in the great grove in the hall of the gabled pillars, just to be different. Now at that time, a certain monk, wearing robes made entirely of rags, was staying in a cemetery. He did not want to accept gifts from people, and himself taking, parentheses, food, close parentheses, put down for the departed masters in a cemetery and at the foot of a tree and on a threshold he ate it. People, three dots, spread it about. The food? No, the, the rumor. The information. Saying, quote, How can this monk, himself taking parentheses food, close parentheses, put down for our departed masters, eat it? This monk is strong. He is fat. For certain he eats meat, parentheses, belonging to, close parentheses, people, end quote. Monks heard these people who three dots spread it about. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can a monk convey to his mouth nutriment not given? End quote, three dots, quote, Is it true, as is said? that you, monk, conveyed to your mouth nutriment not given. End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying, quote, how can you, foolish man, convey to your mouth nutriment not given? It is not foolish man for pleasing those who are not yet, in parentheses, pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should convey to his mouth nutriment not given, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, monks were scrupulous in regard to water for cleansing the teeth. They told this matter to the Lord, he said, quote, I allow you, monks, yourself having taken water for cleansing the teeth, to partake of it. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monks should convey to his mouth nutriment not given except for water for cleansing the teeth, there is an offensive expiation. End quote. Whatever means three dots, monk means three dots. Not given means... It is called not accepted. 
Given means if in giving by means of the body or by means of something attached to the body or by means of something that may be cast, standing within a reach of the hand, if he accepts by means of the body or by means of something attached to the body, this is called given. I would have thought that was a given. <laughs> Sorry, a little wordplay there. Nutriment means setting aside water for cleansing the teeth. Whatever is fit to eat, this is called nutriment. Except water for cleansing the teeth means setting aside water for cleansing the teeth. If he takes it, thinking, quote within quotes, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote within quotes, there is an offensive wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offensive expiation. If he thinks that it is not accepted when it is not accepted, and in parentheses, conveys to his mouth nutriment that is not given, except water for cleansing the teeth, there is an offensive expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not accepted, three dots, actually four dots in this case. Mixing it up. If he thinks that it is accepted when it is not accepted, three dots, who knows? Offensive expiation, oh, that's what it is. If he thinks that it is not accepted when it is accepted, there is an offensive wrongdoing, right? If he is in doubt as to whether it is accepted, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is accepted when it is accepted, there's, there's no offense. That's like the definition of it being accepted. Oh, wait, accepted? If he thinks that it is accepted when it is... Oh, right, it's a gift. It's given to you. It's not something you took from the dead. There is no offense in regard to water for cleansing the teeth if himself having taken the four foul things... Ooh, there's a footnote. Mm. As remedies for a monk who was bitten by a snake. Ah, Further said that these things might be accepted sati kapiyakarake if there is anyone there who by offering a thing makes that thing kapiya or allowable and parentheses within footnote. Right. The parentheses started with if. I think I forgot to mention that. But if there is no one there to offer and hence to make allowable, then a monk may take these things for himself. So if a monk is bitten by a poisonous snake and if he knows I can eat that foul thing and not die right now, then that's okay. It's, that's, not, that's outside of the jurisdiction of this rule. All right. Uh, if he makes use of them when there is a reason, parentheses, and if, close parentheses, there is no one to make them allowable. Oh, so if there's another monk there, he said, please hand me that anti-poison, uh, you know, anti-snake thing. If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. These mad monks had it easy, I swear. They, they could get away with literally anything. I mean, it's nice that they allowed mad monks, you know, I guess, but... I look forward to hearing a story about a mad monk who's able to break all the rules and it's fine because he's mad and he's still a monk. I mean, hopefully there's a story, right? If there's not, if I read the whole Tipitaka and that story is not told, I'll write it. The 10th, meaning the 40th, obviously. 
Okay, so I'm feeling a little lazy right now. So this is how we're gonna do this. <clears throat> this is its key. A meal, a joint, parentheses meal, an out of turn, parentheses meal, a cake, and two on having eaten, being satisfied, at the wrong time, storing milk with water for cleansing the teeth, these ten. The fourth division, that on food. All right, we finished another set of ten. We're like almost halfway through the expiation rules. That's cool. All right, so um, hopefully they'll turn my electricity back on soon. It's a little warm. It would be nice to have at least a fan, not the AC. All right, I hope you guys had a little bit of fun. And of course, I mean, you know, all genders when I say guys. It's a sort of all-inclusive thing. And uh, special thanks to young Lord Buddha. I think at this time he was still Siddhartha Gautama, but... If you have any questions or comments, please uh, post them below. And uh, I look forward to talking to you next time. All right, I'll go ahead and close with the usual statement. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time. I know you're